0: Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Canada, many other foreign governments are working to determine how many of their citizens are among the dead or missing in Israel and Gaza. Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie says Ottawa is planning to airlift Canadians out of Tel Aviv in the coming days using military aircraft. She says the government is also working on options for people who are unable to reach the airport in Tel Aviv. Now, the Uh, Minister's statement did not mention the Gaza Strip, where some Canadians are believed to be trapped as Israel closes off the Hamas-controlled territory. Jolie says more details will be available today. To talk about the situation, uh, we are joined by uh, Michael Link, Associate Professor of Law at Western University. From 2016 to 2022, he was the Special Rapporteur on the Situation on Human Rights in the Palestinian Territories, occupied since 1967. Uh, Michael, I appreciate the time today. Devon, thank you very much for having me. Uh, what went through your mind when you heard about what happened over the weekend and everything that followed?
1: Well, um, I, have, uh, in my role as Special Rapporteur, I'd been through this before. Uh, you know, the, the immediate um, physical reaction was gutted. Um, no one uh, expected this and no one can, with any sense of humanity, cannot but weep uh, to see the uh, destruction that occurred in southern Uh, Israel, with with the hundreds, now appears to be maybe in the four figures of those who are dead, those who are captured, those who are are wounded. Uh, And you also feel gutted because you know what's going to happen is uh, an equal and most likely greater death toll uh, coming from Gaza. Already the figures are beginning to approach each other, and I think we're in for a long siege and a long assault by Israel uh, with respect to Gaza, which because it's one of the most densely populated areas uh, in the world is likely to produce a high
0: level of civilian casualties. I was going to ask where you thought this will lead, but it uh, doesn't sound like it's not that it would be a surprise anywhere good.
1: No, you know it, this could go two ways. Um, one is uh, and neither of them are good. Uh, the, the first way is that the uh, the whole focus of what happens over the next few weeks or few months is a is an extraordinary uh, military assault by Israel, one of the most powerful. Militaries in the world on the 2.3 million people who live uh, in the Gaza Strip. We know from the war that occurred in 2014 that lasted for 50 days at that time that there were 2,300 Palestinians who were killed, including 1,500 uh, uh, civilians. Um, it, it seems to have every indication that this could be, last longer or at least be more ferocious. Um, and if that happens... If the bloodshed and the, uh, and the destruction of the infrastructure in Gaza uh, exceeds what happened nine years ago, you know, then the second uh, route that this could wind up taking is becoming a wider regional uh, conflict where there's either a sustained uprising in the West Bank by Pal- the almost 3 million Palestinians who live there. Uh, we already are beginning to see skirmishes and some shooting back and forth at the Israeli-Lebanese border. Um, the israeli militant group uh, uh, hezbollah um, has hundreds and maybe thousands of rockets stored uh, throughout southern lebanon aimed at israel Um, and that could trigger a a wider regional uh, conflict and there always is in the background whether or not there be involvement either voluntarily or involuntarily by iran so there are none of the good options right now and one would hope that some leading figures in the international community, certainly the United, S- United Nations, is trying to play that, but their persuasive powers are limited. But, uh, that the United States would be the adult, adult in the room and try to find a way of ending uh, this confrontation, this, this uh, confrontation, before it really spills out of uh, out of control. And yet, the United States is pledging um, a, a unanimous support for Israel. It's sending its military uh, naval fleet uh, to uh, to Israel. It's probably promised to be able to replenish Israel's armaments uh, should they be exhausted or, or damaged in the coming conflict. So one doesn't see an early happy ending uh, to
0: what is occurring. In your mind, I mean, short-term but also long-term, is peace possible here, do you think? I know this is something we've been uh, trying for decades.
1: Uh, we can say that this what's happening now and what's happening over uh, the last 10 to 15 years is the direct result of an absence of peace and why is that primarily because the international community europe and north america in particular have if, if uh, in essence sidelined uh, the, the huge body of u.n resolutions that we've passed on this sidelined uh, the demands of international law to bring an end to the 56-year-old Israeli occupation of, uh, of Palestine, allow a genuine Palestinian state to emerge, you know, the, um, uh, this will only be resolved through, through politics and through diplomacy. More military action is the last thing that this region needs. In the absence of justice, power winds up filling that vacuum, and it has dreadful consequences, as we've been seeing and we will be seeing the weeks to come.
0: Michael, I appreciate your time and your perspective. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much. Take care.
0: That's Michael Link, associate professor of law at Western University for six years from 2016 to 2022. He was the special rapporteur on the situation of human rights in the Palestinian territory.